Welcome to Podcasters, the unofficial after show of the Netflix series Wrestlers, presented by the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. Today we will cover episode 7 of Wrestlers entitled The Big One. And like potato salad left out during a hot picnic on a summer's day, there will be spoilers. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So uh, before we get into all that, we're going to do our five-word thought on this episode. So we'll start with Behinds this time. This is the end. Thank you. I'm a Doris fan. All right. Go for it, Tiny Brian. We're going to stick with the musical theme. It's been a long road. Been a long road. And Jackman, you got some tunes for us today? No, just that it's the big one. It is the big one. <laughs> it's a big one. And I'll say... What's the, kiss we, song where, where's the, what's the kiss song where Gene Simmons goes? And it's a big one. Oh, Every single a, one of them, if you really no, listen to the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be that uh, true. the song you're looking for, I believe, is Domino. Domino, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when that bitch bends over, I forget my name. Ow. Ow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I, I managed to get that one out. You, you squashed my first song, but that's okay. Continue. I thought you were going to make it that's what she said joke. No, you were said, you beginning, I was going to end right. it with, as we know it, but it got squashed too. Oh. oh. And I feel fine, man. Yep. All right. So. I'm used to it. All right. So, as I feel bad for stepping over Victor's lines again, I guess there's nothing else to do but get into the last episode of Wrestlers. And unless last we get a se- of podcasters, unless we get a season two, actually podcasters might go on. We'll we'll maybe talk to some of the people in the show, maybe talk to some people who've watched and want to talk about it. Who knows? There might be more episodes of podcasters. We're but. in a podcast studio doing an actual podcast. I can't think of any reason why we wouldn't want to or shouldn't. And, and at some point, we may want to talk about you know if if they're going to do a season two and what we'd like to see. But anyway. Let's go ahead and get into the action of this episode. We will do that, little preview, we will do that right after this. So, last summer, the summer that this uh, podcast, or this wrestler's documentary was being taped, uh, I went to Nashville, Tennessee, to see Ric Flair's last match. It was SummerSlam weekend. We had kind of talked about... Uh, in la- our last episode, how big of a deal it is when one of the big four WWE uh, pay-per-views comes into town. Every wrestling company in the world is there. I saw a lot of wrestling. There's wrestling you could just walk up to in the case of OVW. There was, uh, like, the fairgrounds literally had wrestling shows, like, back-to-back-to-back to back to back with each other with wrestlers signing autographs. Just, like, a huge to-do all about wrestling. Really, like, uh, wrestling Bonnaroo or something like that. Um, and it kind of culminated the last match of the weekend with Ric Flair's last match uh, at the historic municipal arena in um, Nashville, downtown Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, it's really, really great. Like, I, I, I appreciate how they shot it this way as kind of like a really jovial thing because for people that weren't there, people that watched the match online, a lot of people trashed it. And it's hard not to... It's, Nobody expected a five-star classic when, with a 73-year-old man. Um, but in that building that night, it was like the 
it was like being at a concert. It was like watching Elton John do Tiny Dancer or something like that. It was just like a really like beautiful moment, like 10,000 people all on the exact same page reacting to the exact same things. Uh, probably my favorite wrestling memory that I will ever have. Uh, just more of a like spiritual experience than a great wrestling match. And great wrestling all night. The main event was Ric Flair's last match, but great wrestling all night. Some, some really, really talented wrestling on the undercard. Fun wrestling weekend. If, if there's a big four in your thing, in your area, go to all of like the indie shows that you possibly can. Don't even worry about going to the WWE show. Just go to these cool little indie shows. So when you say the big four, you're referring to the big four pay-per-views? Uh, like WrestleMania, mm-hmm. SummerSlam, Royal uh, Rumble, Royal Rumble and Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. Okay, all right. And we still have Survivor Series to go. Woo! Yep, before the end of the year, Survivor Series. Yeah, that's right. And rumor has it that WrestleMania is coming to Nashville within the next few years. So I could I was there for a SummerSlam weekend. I can't imagine what a WrestleMania weekend is going to be like. Oh, that'll be all to Definitely going. Definitely that going. Be stupid. If we're still doing this, we're taking the whole podcast. OVW yeah. podcast to to WrestleMania weekend. I'll 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 uh I'll schedule us shows to go to. We'll we'll we'll, we'll go to every wrestling show except WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you were there as we and we open up and and we spend I don't know a few minutes here with with Al at this at Ric Flair's last match and just just Ric Flair I love Ric Flair who doesn't love Ric Flair I don't know anybody that doesn't love Ric Flair maybe people who don't know Ric Flair if you don't if you don't love Ric Flair you're wrong Matt's date from the second episode loved Ric Flair that she is sure true did. foreshadowing yeah. look yeah. at that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that we, we do have Rick roaming around, or uh, I'm sorry, I got Rick Flair on the brain. We have Al roaming around, and everybody keeps shouting head at him, and he's like, that never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, is, is booing old school? Is what? Booing? He says that booing is, uh, when they were booing at Ric Flair's last match, and Al was excited. He's like, oh, this is old school heat. They don't, booing is old school. I boo every time I go to a wrestling show. Every time. I, uh, I'm not a big, if I have been drinking, I am the biggest reactor of all time. But most of the time when I go watch wrestling, I watch it, uh, I, I'm a little more reserved. I don't know, like, I just, like, I, I go, mm, mm. <laughs> oh yes, mm. very. I like how they did that. Yes, yes, it's very graceful. <laughs> the, con- the conscientious you know. observer. Yeah. You sound like a yeah. therapist or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. go on. Now tell me about your feelings. It's like I'm describing brush strokes or something, but I don't know anything about like real art. I'm like, oh yes, okay. Very well. The way he used his pelvis in that. Ah, uh, they came out and they referenced the local sports team in a negative way. Wow, I really enjoyed that. so what i'm hearing out of this is that we need to get you drunk and take you to a wrestling show and i not not necessarily davis arena because it's a little too small but if we go to a big one i'll um i'll tie i'll tie a few on i mean (laughs) well we'll do it when we go to the big one we well that's still we did i did have i did have a couple beers at the big one Mm. i did loosen up a couple some country That's true. Boy. They were uh, some fine country boy brews. They were, I'll tell you what. Prime Directive, if I remember correctly. That's oh. a free shout-out. Well, that's, is that a Star Trek drink? I kind of want some. Sounds like my Prime Directive. but No, uh, no Romy Linnell here. Dang it. Can we talk about why, why hasn't Diamond Dallas Page been on the OVW? He offered to come. Why, hasn't he, why haven't we seen him Maybe yet? Maybe they're saving it for a future story. 
It would be great if he came and uh, did like an afternoon of DDP yoga before a Thursday night show. He's too busy giving DDP yoga. He's to uh, Buff Bagwell. He's giving Buff Bagwell the Jake the Snake treatment. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I saw where he was so many days sober now. Yeah, because he's been living with DDP. Well, good. Good for him and good for Diamond Dallas Page. Best of luck to both of them. Maybe one day he'll be the stuff again. I don't know. After Judy Bagwell on a pole, I don't. Th- I think that killed <laughs> killed any momentum. God, they put his have. mother on top of a pole. Didn't they? they sure did. How did? They, uh, uh, no, yeah. No comment. Oh, okay. So moving on. Uh, so yeah, what a what a great kind of, and you know Al Snow contemplating maybe this is his last match we're we're seeing what he's, he's preparing for. So you know, kind of got a. And we see a who's who of wrestling there mm-hmm. with the Undertaker. I just saw Jerry Lawler, mm-hmm. so just and, and Ray Mysterio blurred. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. That was a good I choice. Pre- yeah, that, I appreciate that. Was, that. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. It was a really cool night, man, because it was general admission, um, basically. I mean, it was it was pretty much full, um, so you could sit anywhere you wanted, and if you got there early enough, I was there kind of late, but. Um, I was like seven rows behind like Mick Foley and The Undertaker. Like I could see them from where I was sitting. It was wow. really, yeah, it was, it was a cool, uh, cool night. Like other wrestling shows, you come to watch them perform. This one, <laughs> they're just here to watch it with yeah. you. Yeah. It's pretty great. Bret Hart, I think it was, I think he was down there. Yeah, we just saw him there. Yeah. And we do get Al talking a little bit about his, once again, his, his backstory and he talks about his first match in the, the WWF or E, I guess it was F when he did it, when he came in with uh, Too Cool. And they, did a, and they did a thing where instead of letting Al actually win the match and get the pop, they somehow pinned Head by putting a bar, a, jar, a can of Head and Shoulders shampoo so he had shoulders to pin. I guess that was the logic. I don't know if this was... Did he say that this was his first match? No, it wasn't his first yeah, match. No. It was said he returned. He'd been in for a while and was, you know, in the midst of possibly getting a, a pretty big push. And if he would okay. have defeated these two, it would have been a huge deal for him. And his career tra- trajectory would have uh, been different if that were the case. But they pitched yeah, a joke finish. I didn't think it was... Um, but yeah, this is one of the more uh, infamous finishes of a wrestling match in the uh, the Attitude Era. Like this is still people still are mad about this. And it's I just noticed <laughs> it's Jerry Lawler in a wrestling in a in a ref's uniform yeah. doing the one two three yeah. with the crown that, on. That was Jerry's boy that did the uh, pinning there. Yeah, oh, Grandmaster Six oh. A. So now the story is, is becoming more clear. I yeah, see. They, they, yeah, notoriously put a bottle of head and shoulders up uh, down on Head's neck and pin it one, two, three. So one, it's a, oh, stupid. <laughs> Everyone says that two dare is so great. And then uh, let me just remind you of head and shoulders pin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Al kind of points out at some point that was a turning point in his career. Uh, that, that was probably the end of him being like a headliner push. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, because he deserved a good push. He did. Probably assumed he would get one more, and then, you know, it's like that, thing, that, that meme. One day you and your friends went out to play for the last time, and none of you knew it. That's so, right. You know, that was his last time, and it's he a, didn't know it. It's a bummer meme. It is a bummer this is why meme. I'm off, this is why I'm off social media. That's a no bummer. No kidding. So, and I, I like that, he, that 
Al says that he wants to prove that the way he does it with the storylines and the way they do things in OVW is not old school. It's not passe. It can still attract an audience and, and put things over well. And you really feel the, the pressure on Al specifically in this moment. And it's just, just compelling, if you ask me. Well, and, you know, he's nervous about now he's been injected not into these, this storyline, too. So he's nervous not only about what he's written and created for everyone else, but now it's on literally on his shoulders to pull off the biggest part of the night. And, you know, that's got to be weighing on him. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> First time you're in the ring in 10 years, no pressure. First time ever in the OVW ring. Maybe one of the time, he said. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just anywhere in Louisville. Sounds like he didn't perform a lot there. So we come out of that to, to, to abruptly change the subject, and Haley's in California. It's Haley Wood. Haley Hood. In yeah, Hollywood. Haley Hood. In Hollywood. Hollywood. Or Hollywood, whatever. Yeah. So she's there with her weird tattoo, and uh, it's sick. I think tattoo's cool. I, I guess. The sh- it's not that I don't like it. It's just weird looking to me, the shoulder. She didn't get it for you. No, she sure didn't. <laughs> Look, I didn't. She didn't ask my permission. I didn't pay a dime for it. So yeah, she don't. She don't need my permission. But it just, I don't know. It sticks out to me. But uh, yeah, she's there. She's sick. Yes, I suppose that is the point. She's there. She's sick, missing the OVW, and and just not sure what she's gonna do. And uh, maybe rethinking smoking her a blunt. Definitely smoking a blunt. <laughs> Where it's not a problem in, in, in California where no one cares. It's and not a problem uh, in the OVW ooh, parking lot either. Three days to the big one. Yep, here we come. And uh, we, uh, we cut to uh, cash flow. Uh, is, it shows off his, well, we, we have a minute here where we, we, we have a brief meeting. And, and Matt is like, hey, um, so is Haley coming? Well, no. Well, if she gets back, can she do something? Just a just a brief little setup for what might be coming at the end of the episode. So you got to love the way they kind of cross all the I's and dot the T's the as Lord they're moving this along. Yeah. I was thinking or two about the scene prior to this. I think it's ironic that when Haley needs somebody, she calls the Reverend, like he's given like what an actual Reverend would do, given advice, picking up the phone, <laughs> guiding her through her life. Well, she is, well, a, he is her trainer. Yeah, and like, I yeah. think he and Maria dated Maria. Maria dated I, for a, a while. while I think he like. he kind of feels in as kind of like a father figure for her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad somebody's there to fill in for <laughs> for, for that role. She needs it. Between, I think it's really help you, sweet. Rev. I think God it's really sweet. You. So, uh, and you know, so we get this, and yeah, so Haley, well, if she comes back, we'll find something for her to do. We'll see. She'll he's got to think about it, and then we cut to cash flow, and his family. And uh, we have, um, we're looking at what he managed to do in AEW. Now, we know, not from the show, but we know from hearing Matt talk about things on Kentucky Sports Radio, that this was supposed to be a much bigger part of this show. They were supposed to take the cameras down there when they went. Uh, Matt, we know that Matt now went, mm-hmm. but they were supposed to be doing like, camera stuff this whole time. And uh, but of course it got limited because uh, HBO Max didn't the, want the something streaming with Netflix. Wars. Yeah, the stream. It's a casualty of the streaming wars. So this is all we get: this one match and this tiny little TV in this in in what I assume to be Cash's parents' house. Cash Cashflow's dad looks like the definition of like old man strength. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I feel like he can lift this house up. <laughs> like I bet he know. I bet he's like really good at arm wrestling. <laughs> he kind of reminded me of uh, my dad a little bit. My dad um, sadly isn't here anymore, but he always wore the uh, the button down short sleeve white shirt with the mm-hmm. pocket on the left side and uh while we're talking about it i'd like to mention that uh cash is wearing a shad gaspard shirt which i thought was uh very uh classy and that's classy. very cool rest yeah, in peace shad. Cool. rest in peace somebody not a hero that'd be that guy yeah so and and he reminds me of my dad too in in all well dad never wore a skull ring or anything no, no. that skull ring's pretty bitching it, it is but uh Hook me and up, man dad did wear shirts like that and this is kind of how my dad would express enthusiasm for things i was doing like if someone found out that i was doing this podcast if dad were alive and asked him about it he would be like yep brian's doing a podcast and uh, he seems pretty excited about it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that sounds a lot like uh, how my dad would answer that question as so well. yeah it, so it, this is uh, off topic, but I did, did hear good news on AEW today. You're talking about HBO. Apparently, they're going. I think they're going to go the Peacock route and do start doing their pay per views on there. So people actually hey, they'll have more of a viewership. Finally. That's great news. Yeah, I thought that finally. was good news. So if only Netflix had a wrestling promotion with whom they had a relationship where they could start showing live events on Netflix. That'd be cool. Does anybody know of a wrestling promotion that's connected to Netflix? I, that, I mean, I, I, I had heard at one point that that was on the table and uh, was supposed to kind of coincide with this, but doesn't look like they coincided it with it. Mm. At least they've not said it thus far. They still got time. It could be a thing. Who knows? Maybe uh, we'll get a, another season or some bonus material because I really would like to see more of uh, cash flow and you know, introducing his family to what he was doing on AEW in this case. I've talked to him a couple of times. He is a mm-hmm. super cool guy, and I uh, can't wait to see him next time we go out to uh, Historic Davis Arena. So we cut to the iHeart Media building in Louisville, the old one. They now have a new place. Weird. I don't. It's weird that I know that. But yeah, we and Al and and the whole ca- comes on to KSR. So we've seen Matt at Historic Davis Arena, kind of in Al's domain. This is the first time we see Al enter into Matt's domain. And you know what's funny is, you know, Matt, when he was in Al's domain, is all, uh, Davis Arena is always sort of, eh, I'm not certain, let me, well, I know, I think this. And Al Snow looks like he's been on the radio for 35 years and, and, and comports himself. Well, I mean, his Matt skills are, are part, oh, you know, second to none. He's hilarious. Yeah. And, and you know, I, we were listening to this episode this day. Oh yeah, and and I still laugh because the the banter between Shannon the dude and Al Snow and Al literally said to Shannon like, "If I lined you up on a comb, I could comb your hair with you or something like that." If I had a hundred of you on a stick, it would look like a comb. comb. Yeah, and it was just it was just pure comedy gold. Yeah, I think they actually used it like the next federal holiday when they were all off the air. They used that. That's for the the thing because it was just it yeah it just leaves you in stitches and shannon who is really good on the mic i mean shannon is quick-witted and 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 can be cutting but al just oh al, al owned him he sure did he's no match there was no editing in this one this is pretty much how it went down it was no. very one-sided walk on homeboy mm-hmm. yeah so it and it was great, and honestly, I, I think about it now and still laugh. And and frankly, 
listeners, if, if you're new to wrestling, if you've come to us from Netflix, once again, welcome. We're glad to have you. Yes, thank you. Go follow Al Snow. I mean, yes, follow our podcast, certainly. We're, we're, we, we would appreciate it. But if you want a quality social media follow, someone who's going to make you smile every single day when yeah. you pick up the, the stupid box, Al Snow is the man to follow. Trust me on this. Would you all agree? Oh, yeah. He's great. Wholeheartedly. Yes. Not on social media. Oh, yeah. Jackman is not. You know, I, I realize because when I get on Instagram and stuff, like when, when we put the, the picture of the four of us up, I was able to tag me and Brian and Victor. And, of course, you're not. And then somebody's talking. And I never – I always talk in kind of the third person when I'm doing the OVW podcast. And mm-hmm. it occurred to me, do they think Jackman is the one doing the posting? Maybe. I, I found that interesting. I can promise you that's not true. Now the rumor, the rumors will continue though, but I uh, wouldn't even know how. <laughs> oh, my favorite thing! Cutting back just a moment to the Al Snow, uh, Shannon the dude thing. Al at one point Shannon accuses him of just having nothing but one liners, to which Al Snow replies, "I don't need more than one line to deal with you." It's oh, yeah. and did have to get one thing dumped out because he he managed to mention um, what he calls a technical term, but anyway. I, I, we could talk. We could do a whole episode just on that confrontation, but let's not. Uh, all right. So then we we move on, and we are at the eve of the big one. Uh, this is the not before tension is mounting. Here we go. Here we go. And uh, the night before. And and you know we're we're we we go to like a, a cookout that's just again. I love these scenes that are just Jessica and Al, mm. but it's just them and, and, and Al's building a fire and, and kind of talking and Jessica's a little worried. Like and, again, and he's making bacon on a grill for hell yeah some reason oh. because he's awesome. You bacon know how on, I feel about bacon anyway. But bacon on a grill, bacon gr- outdoors on yeah, a grill. Bacon on a grill is fantastic. Never had it. I mean, it's I'm good. not. There's no. I don't. I, I guarantee you it's good. I just had never seen it as a method before. I, I hadn't either, but I think we should change that. What does everybody want? Bacon on a grill. I guess not everybody has spent nights up on a strip job firing bacon up on the grill. <laughs> I thought all people did that, but go ahead. Only mountain people, and not even all of us. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, and it, it's just one more time to kind of, oh, honey, you're old. Oh, honey, don't worry about it. And it, But it is, it's a lovely scene, and, uh, you know, they're a nice couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both pretty active on social media, actually. Jessica too, and they're just—they you just—they just couldn't be nicer. You see Jessica every time you go to Davis Arena. When, I think well, I've seen her every time we've been to the show. When runs, you go to runs the, the uh, hell out of that uh, uh, concession stand, man. Yeah, when she when you go to the live events, you always meet Jessica. She's super cool. So, um, you know, they uh, they they set things up and. Uh, we uh we we come to the it's it's the big one, here we go, and uh, it's sold out first of all, and uh, the uh, we we see several things first of all we do see only for the second time we see the fighting siren, uh, Chalance Royale in this one and we get oh. one of her yeah one of those trademark things oh. and there's that enormous water bottle again that thing that. That's how I'll stay so jacked. Man. Do we think he's keeping head in that bottle? <laughs> well, I mean, when you swing a hammer that that long and that hard, you got to have something. You got to keep hydrated. I guess, but I just realized that water bottle is really about the same size as head. 
And now I think they might be one and the same. Have you ever seen the water bottle and head in the same room? No, but my business partner carries around bottles like that too. So she well, she carries around <laughs> jugs. She carries around jugs. She carries around ancient vases. Like if it holds water, she's like to have it, and it's like to confuse me. And you know the the staff of this this. So as a man who has, I spent early part of my life dealing with churches and a place where everybody, but all the vol, all the audio and video stuff is volunteer. I love that they like, we just didn't have the bass turned on for three weeks. But now they figured it out for the big one. That's good. And we see them taping some promos. And Freya's breaking poor Adam's heart again. There is very much a, like, when you see these scenes, like, very communal thing going on. Like, there is very much, like, a church, you know, Mm -hmm. or some, you know, um, volunteer type thing going on here. It is that kind of energy. And yeah, and it's it's part of why I identify it with it so much. It very much reminds me of my old like youth group days mm-hmm. of let's all kind of put this together the best way. We have a barn, let's have a show, you know. And uh, we see them stocking up and and getting extra water and just a, the thousand details de- to deal with uh, with all of this. So let's go through. Let's ju- let's go ahead and go through the actual bits of the match that we do see here. Uh, like I said, we we see the. Uh, we see um, uh, Chalance Rosette Royale in, in a match, and her her you'll see her a lot now. She's actually fighting with Haley J right now. Um, and not we, right this second on the weekly show. Well, yeah, one would imagine that not as we're recording this, but yes, on Thursday evenings they are in the midst of of some heat, and uh, we see uh, Spectacular come in and win the championship that he still holds to this day. Uh, Haley comes in, and was that was that a, like a two-on-one tag match that she came in and saved the day on? Yeah. Uh, they don't really make that clear. I believe that the uh, other the other tag team partner got beat down before the match. Oh. oh so back, back, backstage. It was a two-on-one uh, with Dream Girl Ellie <coughs> and a returning, because she would have been off television for a while, Returning Hollywood Haley J comes out and makes the save as a baby face after the death match with her mom when she hugged her at the end, kind of turning her there. Went away for a few weeks. No better time for people to, they can't love you if they can't miss you. Comes back, makes the save on Dream Girl Ellie. That moment was great. The way that they uh, like shot that moment, portrayed that moment, really, really got me. I really loved that. So is that where Haley turned and has she been a face since then? Basically, yeah. I mean, she's kind of got that, that early rock vibe where she's not really a heel or a face. Everybody just loves her no matter what she's doing, really. Yeah, you've got to kind of stick, you know, carve your way out long enough for people to love what you're doing. And then, you know, you're just a nicer version of, of a heel. <laughs> yeah. She talked about that earlier about uh, being a heel and still being cheered at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the when we get to the match with uh, Freya the Slayer, and the the whole ref nonsense. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And and the ki- she goes in for the kiss, and he's like, nah. And she ends up losing. And I love that we have followed her. Like she, you know, her and her and Aaron were our people. I don't even know really off the top of my head who who was her opponent in that match. That and I love that we're following her, and she lost, but she really won. Mm-hmm. You know, the the outcome of the match is not really a judge of, of success or failure in this industry, and I find that endlessly fascinating. Well, and one of my favorite things, too, 
uh, is when they're shooting the stuff and, I think, and with Aaron Grider, and they say, Al says, oh, this isn't ending at the big one. He says, wait till you see where this is going. And it, they played, played it out for a whole year. After I mean, that, we're still doing it. Which is awesome. There's, there's still he stuff saw, going he on. He saw it from the very beginning, what, what, where he wanted to go with it. Yeah, and how and far he wanted to bring it. There are, what, maybe five character changes? Yeah. Of different people who kind of come in and surround them. Different people who were yeah. tied into that storyline going well, all the way to the, this year's big one with the, uh, the, the bridesmaids wedding. wedding. And the objectors. And I just realized Matt Jones is wearing an OVW suit coat. Mm-hmm. That oh. is great. This little kid's uh, sign that says, Doug Basham is my uncle. He's old and bald. And then it says, <laughs> by, and it says, by Elliot at the bottom, which I think is actually the funniest part. Because <laughs> he's just like so used at school to writing his name <laughs> on <things>. everything. <laughs> so we do get the moms uh, put together. Um, this is the first time that Ruth Greenberg, who is Greg Greenberg, Craig Greenberg's mom, and uh, Karen Blondell, who is Matt Jones' mom, meet, and they are set side by side, and they put a camera on them for the for the big one. Can can we just do this every time? Can we pick a p- couple of random middle aged women who've never seen wrestling before, put them together, and then put a camera on them for every wrestling match forever? We can do that uh, for our YouTube channel. That's we sure people can. Lo- people love old people reacting to things videos. We might get <laughs> might get a few clicks, <laughs> might get a few a few more clicks than we've been getting. I mean, you get Matt to watch that. Oh even. yeah, you know he loves old ladies. Yeah, who? <laughs> Matt Jones. He loves old ladies. Oh, yeah. An old woman calls. The the show comes to a stop for 10 minutes. He he quits being rude, and he mams her and talks about how sweet she is. It's kind of hilarious. So how's your garden doing this year? (laughs) Just just complete. (laughs) And it's it's lovely. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So there's that. And then we finally get... uh, I, I guess there's nothing else to really talk about except for what we came here to talk about. The Al Snow returns uh, match. Oh, uh, well, no, we got to talk about uh, Solante and and Haley's return before we get to that. Oh yeah, well we're we're looking a little of that. We've talked about that a little bit off and yeah. on. And do they have? Is that are there weapons hung up at the goalposts at the corners? Is that what I'm seeing? I weapons. Know. I think when I saw the wide shot, it looked like there was a chair hung up. I bet they. Pile. I bet they have like a post match or something like. Four Corners match or something. There is the KSR crew watching the match together. They've they really managed to bring all of the, the ancillary characters from the previous six episodes and bring them all to this one space. So, yeah, we can kind of see everybody. It's it's just, it's good. Yeah, wrapping it up. All right, so are, are we ready to talk about Owl and, and the gang now. Oh, here's Haley running in. We're, that's the thing is we're, we're, we're ahead of the video, so it keeps kind of... Well, that's okay. Well, you know, yeah. I love how she comes to the ring, and she's got luggage in tow. Yeah. yeah. Like, like she, she literally just that just came down the jetway. Yeah, like, I mean, you probably drove here. Do you really need to bring your, your luggage with you to the ring? No, they, I for, guess that for kind the of effect, emphasizes yes. the point. For the it, effect, you do, and she's still got her regular street clothes on. And mm-hmm. those, yeah. Those fly pants she's got on there. Somehow, do we think that the, the street clothes was part of the baby face turn? Well, she, ru- she rushed to the aid. You know, that's what mm-hmm. a baby face would do. She mm-hmm. didn't care about sure. anything else. She didn't hit her music. Just no, she came out here and get him. Is she barefoot? 
Yeah, because she was probably wearing heels. heels so I, yeah, yeah she, she was, I think, wearing heels. Yeah, yeah you can only wrestle out. in heels in the 90s. So. Well, you, you can't walk down that ramp in heels. No, so. as well. Oh, yes, you can. We no, saw we, we saw Frey the Slayer do it at the wedding. I don't know how she does it. She was Slowly. the only one. To be fair, she was the only one who got down that ramp in heels. The rest yeah, of one objector was, all, was not on the ramp, and the other stayed at the top of the ramp. So you can't really see they on were, TV. Those are some monster heels, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't really see on TV or or on this even, but the the ramp at OVW is actually a ramp. It's like it's short and steep. Yeah, it's like it, fifty degrees. And the way Jesse just goes up and down that like, without yeah, no no issue mm-hmm. is, is even more amazing on that Segway. I wonder how many times he's practiced it. So oh, I would I'm sure a few. A, lot, a few. Mr. Pectacular makes it look effortless. He does. Well, it is effortless. He, you know, it doesn't make any effort I for mean, Mr. Spectacular. He is spectacular, after all. He's a trained professional. That's right. And the champion. A champion. So, yeah, we come to the match. The match is, well, uh, uh, I mean, you guys probably... We did, see kind of Haley and Eric Darkstorm here. Oh, yeah, right. passing. Look at him. Reverend there. First person to talk to her through the... Uh, the ramp. Yeah, but we don't really. I guess we do see her and Eric later, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, it's not over yet. And and I feel like Shalante for being a heel. I feel like she's, she's really cool. A, she seems like a nice woman. She does see, and you know she drives up here from Atlanta every time you see her on. I can't imagine even driving in Atlanta. So good for her. Yeah. Much less leaving no. it and driving yeah. seven hours. Yep. All right. So I've been I've been chomping at the bit. So let's talk about let's talk about this tag team. First of all, this tag team match wasn't much of nothing, at least as far as this show goes. I, it may have been a really good match to watch on the big one, but we don't spend much time with it. Oh, we do see Jesse win his title. There's that, and another one of these magic portal things. I love this. Throw him out on video, and here, here he comes. comes out of the curtain. Yeah, I like that. It's a nice effect. Mm-hmm. As done best in this season by the portal to hell from from the uh, from the OVW, previous. Yeah, I was gonna say I think OVW likes that too. <laughs> oh yeah, they they do that. Like that's kind of I think that's kind of what they were going for with Haley too. Like I'm pretty sure Haley was on a magic portal at the jetway at the airport. That's how she suddenly showed up here. So there's a magic portal at the OVW. That's all I'm saying, guys. I like uh, Jesse's kid cheering for his dad, even though his dad is a heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't care. I mean, he's not, it doesn't occur to him. You know, it's his dad. <laughs> it's really sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. Dimes and cash flow here getting ready for their match. Reverend Ronnie Roberts sticking a pork bone down his drawers. They really <laughs> did use that pork bone. Yeah, they sure did. Oh, my goodness. And he... Yep, used a pork bone. Hey, you know, whatever. And whatever works, whatever I guess. Whatever works. So, yeah, these four, and, and uh, you got to love how the big one, they're like, we're going to use everybody on the roster. Everybody's got to get paid, man. Well, it's a kitchen sink event. Oh, this must be what all the weapons. F- yeah, there's the barbed wire chair, which <laughs> Karen is like, is that a barbed wire chair? Yes, it is, Karen. That is a barbed wire chair. I hope if there's a second season that we get to see more of Luscious Lawrence. Yes. Yeah. For, for real, man. Yeah, He's I, a really cool guy. That was the one guy I thought they, they kind of missed out on. Him and uh, Jack Vaughn, notably. 
Right, Jack Martin wasn't as big as a as a story in this in this part of OBW. No, but if there's a season, two, yeah, he should be. definitely be more involved considering he's the old, current OBW champ. Just ask him; he'll tell you he needs to be involved in the season two. He sure will. So here, here's some. Um, oh, here, yeah. Now we're coming to. Yep, Freya's Freya's got the pin, fair and square, but there's nobody to nobody to count. The Wake ref up! Is knocked out. Mm-hmm. These refs, when they go unconscious, they go unconscious. Oh yeah, and here comes Aaron. I love oh. Freya's instant change in uh, person, where she just says, "Oh, oh okay, yeah, no, no, I, I got, I got this, I got this." Oh man! Now we're just watching now, the episode. Yeah, now, now we're, we're just watching the episode. So. Let's actually get to, I don't know, Brian Lemon watching these two is hilarious to me, too, because Ryan is just totally into it. Like, no woman. I think he's a little jealous. Well, yeah, I'm a little jealous. (laughs) I'm a little teapot, short and stout. He certainly is. He's steaming up this whole room. And there he goes. She gets to one, two. Two, three. Oh, no. Yep, got it. (laughs) Good job, Aaron. (laughs) Yeah, Aaron's great. So excitable. Uh, can I tell you how excited I would be at the notion of getting an OVW official on the unofficial OVW podcast? I think that I think we might be able to do that, actually. Maybe um, I might have an in on that. Next week, we're, when we get done with this stuff. So speaking of getting done, we, we need to, we, you guys have been keeping me from doing it, but we got to get there. Al we're just trying much. to cover the episode as effectively as well, yeah, possible is, here on Podcasters, the unofficial wrestlers podcast. I mean, this is the post-show. We can't just jump to the end. I guess I'm just I'm just excited. I appreciate your enthusiasm. I would have hated to be your parents on though. December 24th at 11:59. Oh no, let's start Pete, at like Pete two Hunt. days before. Yeah, I'm 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 hard to deny. <sighs> There's head. I, my favorite is when he's like. Still stand talking up. to head. Yeah, yeah. Like, stand up. We got stuff to do tonight. Do you think that that's just like he did it for so long he can't he can't not do it? One would imagine he developed some sort of actual psychological. Um, I'm telling uh, you, I trauma. think that's what the water bottle is. I think that's he carries that. That's his head. That's bottle. his new. Yeah, that's his new head. Yeah, yeah, because it's the same size. He carries it the same. I like way. that. I don't know that they're the same, but they might be the same thing in his mind. Yeah, someday know? I'm going to get him in front of a microphone and I'm going to ask him about it. <laughs> so yeah, Shannon always wears the the gold jacket, which is just just delightful. Hey, there's the word. I haven't drink, said that. Drink. I haven't said that in a couple episodes. But, uh, and Shannon is a great manager, I have to admit. Haven't been there a few times. He, he's just the, the. He's got a punchable face. He oh, yeah. Such a punch of. <laughs> that smile just. And I love that somebody has a sign that says boo. That's, that's my favorite. They, they don't boo anymore. The they just write it down. <laughs> Close captions. And, and. You're not Canadian. Why, why do you have a Canadian flag? How do you know Joe, Joe, Joe Mac? Mac is Canadian? Yeah. Joe Mac is Canadian. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is, don't uh-uh. you know? There's no such thing as Canada. Hey. Uh, it's just a figment. Man, hey. Doug Batson's look, still looking good. Gee whiz. Yeah, he does. Well, yeah. And, uh, so I, and yeah, when, they, when, when him and Al get in the ring, everybody runs away. And then I love that Al immediately dives out of the ring to chase Shannon, too. Like this is all I want is to get my hands on Shannon. Well, and it's it's great because Al is uh, such a great performer that 
he can, you know, really sell and get a lot of reaction out of the guys just rolling out of the ring. You know, yeah. people are so stoked to see him there that everything that the heels do is that much more amplified. Because he, it goes through his reactions. Yeah. Look at the grin on his face. Sinister. Mm-hmm. And, and just excited. I mean, you can see he's, he's hopped to be in here. After all of his kind of reticence to get in the ring. Still moving good, man. And moves. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, look, at, look at that dive out. Run, Shannon. Hurry. <laughs> he almost catches him, too. He almost. <laughs> you know, Shannon is 20 years his junior, at least. Yeah. Something like that. Shannon's in his early 40s, I think. Yeah, he's a few years younger than you and me, so. Just a great match. I, I kind of want to go back and watch this whole thing. I think whenever we get around to making some additional content for this podcast, this will be one of the things that we do is kind of knock out some of the bigger matches, maybe on a watch-long format. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, Little Mystery Science Wrestling 3000. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. Um, definitely. I mean, they've given us enough notable moments throughout this season to go back and knock out, you know, three or four of these matches. So. Mm-hmm. Hell, the, the mother-daughter hardcore death match is... And High this, up on the list, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Probably number one, and it's not even close. Ooh, maybe we'll do a poll of our listeners and ask what they want to see. Oh, and there's Gracie again. She's always there. She's always there. She was on KSR yesterday, she, her, or her dad was, oh, called deal. in. So, yeah, she's, she's ever-present. Um, ooh, and you got to love Matt reacting. Matt is, is a total eight-year-old in these wrestling shows. Well, yeah, he's a true wrestling fan now. Don't doubt that. Just reacting with his whole body. Like, his, he brought his knees up to his chest at one point. So excited about what's going on. Well, That's I mean, a good roll through from old this Doug is Basham. Mm-hmm. The biggest event or the biggest match of the big one. So, yeah, of course he's excited. <laughs> I guess you get to see Al Snow for the first time in 10 years. Right now, literally slap, uh, slapping the crap out of Adam Revolver and Joe Matt. So and probably every time one of those slaps might land in Matt's mind, it's cha-ching, cha-ching. Well, you know, this, is, this match and everything is the col- not only the culmination of this, this series, but the whole summer they went through. I mean, you remember 180 grand in seven months. Like, yeah. Th- this is like the release point of all this, and I think they're finally all going to get across that hump different town every night i mean a lot of these guys probably weren't used super used to that not saying that they didn't travel but different town every night that's an old school that's, form of yeah, wrestling that's yeah. not not something a lot of people do a ton of anymore and so yeah we we do see that al gets the pin so and and shannon as per Every heel ever is no, like he, that was just a two count. Oh well, you gotta let's, see this sweet double clothesline. The, oh yeah, yeah, that is that double clothesline is very good. You can just see that the it's it's awesome. But yeah, so he wins. No, one, two, three. Everybody's excited. Shannon's like, no, no, I'm leaving. And then I guess everybody on the roster shows up. Yeah, it kind of turns into a lumberjack match mm-hmm. when Shannon isn't going to be able to. When Shannon won't comply, yeah. And it's so that that five minutes and, and with the whole team kind of around the ring banging on it makes me want to bang on the table. But that's not a good experience for you, listener. So I'm not going to do that. But it's it's just such a high energy way. It, you know, it's just just a high. Makes my makes my endorphins fire just to watch it. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I think one of the things if we don't get a season two that would be a real shame is just how they shoot so much of the action. 
um, for OVW. Just puts it, makes it look so big time, man. It looks awesome. I wish we were able to see the entire match as it was shot by uh, the Netflix crew. Oh, that would be awesome. Maybe oh, some versus how it appeared mm-hmm. on OVW. Yeah, that would be maybe some. That would be sick. That would be the type of thing that, unfortunately, now that we don't do DVD box sets. Yeah, you, you would know, get that on a DVD that would be, box Yeah, set. that would be in the bonus features in the DVD box I'll set. I bet they do release a DVD of this with some bonus features. Maybe over overseas. I think Netflix generally releases their stuff on DVD eventually. Well, they just got rid of, of DVDs, though. I think they might just be cutting ties with DVDs in general. Oh, yeah. Netflix got rid of DVDs? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know they're not sending them out to, like, like the old DVD model, but... They'll still sell them, but Best no. Buy will still have this by Christmas, uh, I think. I would hope know. somebody would. All right. If they don't, they're leaving money on the oh, table, if you ask me. To the gonads. Yeah, oh, there's well. lots of nut shots in this last five-minute thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Al unfortunately gets hit with the old uh, That's My Purse, I Don't Know You by uh, Shan the Dude. A real low thing to do. And I love how the wrestlers are all, you know, pounding on the side and... And uh, so the the thing that Al takes him out with, where he drags him over to the center, it looks like he just sort of stumbled and his head fell into uh, into Shannon's crotch. Is that an actual move, or what? What are we looking at there? I think that they're trying to paint the picture that Al's exhausted. Oh, but he's I smart. See. He's smart enough with ring awareness to know that he can still get still get it done. Yeah. And as so often in this, uh, yeah, because it does seem like he just sort of drops, <laughs> but he just drops well. Yeah, he just gave he just gave Shannon head with his own head. Wait, that doesn't sound good. Uh, no. no. And then we well, it was a he's the one who crotch. came up with the gimmick. I'm just talking about it. It was the '90s. It was a different time. It yeah. really was, but he do, head does come into it. Uh, he, I think he asked for it. He yep, does. There he it calls is. for it, it. Here it comes. Here it comes. Head to the rescue. I think that, that this is, is the most important part of the match because if he had dropped it, it wouldn't look nearly as cool. Bam. Hits him right, right in the kisser with it. Head's triumphant return to the squared so- circle. Uh, he takes Shannon the dude out. Just clocks him right, with, yep. right, in, the, right in the noggin with head. Shannon. And then we cut to the 90s when everybody was bringing the styrofoam heads to the matches. Everybody's all happy. Bubbly feeling. One does he even count out Shannon, or does he just knock him out with head and just leave him there face I mean, down? Well, it's it's unsanctioned, so there's no need for a rest. Oh yeah, there's no right. Yeah, there's yeah, it's, no. It's, there's, it's, it's just five minutes in the it, ring. Right. You've, you've earned five minutes of uh, ass beating at the hands of Al Snow. Congratulations, Shannon, the dude. So, and yeah, we le- the image leaves. You know, Al leaves the ring. Shannon's still laying there. And they do the uh, over the head shot with Shannon laying on the in yep. the ring. That's that's great cinematography. Yeah, I, uh, I I really want us to find a way to sponsor, put put that camera back, and we'll sponsor it, the sp- overhead camera. Yeah, yeah. I know. we got to find some money. No, you got to speak it into existence. Actually, I, mentioned, I I did send it on the text machine, and Matt answered me about it. Oh, yeah? So they're interested, so oh. we, we may be there. But uh, So, yeah, they go to the after party, and where do we go to after parties again? Where was this bar? Our place. Our place pub. Our place pub. <laughs> I don't know how y'all know all that. I've watched this thing four times. I didn't catch the name of the places. We're going. Oh, okay. Next yeah. time, we're, we're going. I'm yeah. a, we're there. We're calling ahead. We're getting a reservation. <laughs> so I love that originally Matt was only going to get everybody like Michelob and Old Forrester, and he's like, you know what? Whatever you want. Miller Lite and Old Forrester. Yeah, it was, just, it was yeah. just a keg of Miller Lite. 
<laughs> which <is, laughs> kind of seems like a punishment if you ask me. Well, they should have uh, went for the banquet. I had, yeah. a, I had a Miller Lite recently. Not too bad. Yeah. I not mean, great. It's water that will get you drunk. What do you want? So, yeah, and this is the, the, the classic sort of reminds me of, like, the 90s college movie where, where it ends with the big party and everybody's here. Yeah, and very much like Last Day of Summer Camp vibes. Yeah, very much. That's, that's what I was looking for, definitely. Which movie were you talking about? 200 Cigarettes? I think I was actually thinking of, like, American Pie, kind of that classic, like, oh. big, big party, big blowout. And, of course, Haley and Eric star-crossed lovers that they are they work it out she's i think the last line we get with them is you can stay at my place tonight and tomorrow we'll go get tattoos <laughs> <sighs> lovely that's i couldn't have written that no no one could have, no one but <laughs> Haley j in that moment could have written that and I, they finally all accept matt i think at the end it is i mean because they're all squeezing his shoulders and yeah there's crix is about to kill him yeah yeah and i think crix has actually picks him up i thought that was uh uh, no, maybe. I know it somebody was, picks him up. Yeah, yeah I think Chris just picks him up. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's good to see, you know, after all that and their ups and downs, it's like, you know what? We were all in this together, so we might as well enjoy each other's company. So, And we find out, you know, it's not that Haley hasn't, isn't going back to WoW. We hear from her. She's got to go back, got a lot more to shoot. But for this night, in this moment, she's here. She is. And we see Shannon and, and – uh, and uh, Matt together, and Al comes up and thanks him for the match. And thanks Shannon, him for putting him over, which yeah. is just, like, very – that's classy. That's a really classy move. Well, did you notice Shannon's response? Uh, I think he said, no problem, man. He said, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. And, uh, yeah, we come back to Eric Darkstorm now. He missed the – he pissed the pay-per-view, but he gets to come to the party – and good for good for Eric Darkstorm. Soon he'll. Oh, are we Facebook official? Gotta love the kids. And uh, I don't know what a great group of kids. I'm just sort of in awe of this yeah. of this journey we've been on with them these past few days. Uh, at the end of this, we, you know, we're talking. Uh, there he goes. Uh, yep, yeah, there he goes. <laughs> that is so great. He's all excited and full of Maker's Mark, so he figures he's going to carry him around. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt is not – Matt is trying real hard to hide how displeased he is at that, which, you know, commending Matt. That, that's commendary worthy. Just what a great just, – just, yeah, end of summer, yeah, end of summer camp kind of vibes. It's been a lot of fun watching this. And uh, Matt – we cut to Matt at one point towards the end, and he talks about it's a joy that hard, that's hard to replicate. You can't get those kind of feelings with individual success. That's a team kind of thing. So I think the joy we're feeling is we're finishing up the series of podcasting we couldn't have had on our own. It's a, it's a team thing, yeah. folks. Go team. Go team OVW. We spent a lot of time on mic together, guys, we, over the past In the few last days. week. Yes, yeah. definitely. So, and then we get into the falling action. You know, the party's over. Now we're... We're getting a little, the little bits and tucking in all of the, the, the little extras. Uh, we find out that Brian is not fired. Thank goodness. Yeah, I, that, that would have been. I, what if they just put that in at the end? <laughs> nope, you're fired. Yeah, they fired, they fired him like right after the party. We cut to Matt, and we're looking for, for an announcer if anyone's interested. 
no, they don't do that. Brian gets to keep his job. And I love that, you know, Al is just like the end of the summer is just the new beginning. We just, yep. you know, more stuff to do, new stories to tell, set it up, make it happen. Yeah, at the end of this, Al just goes back to work, you know. And, you know, one of them talks about, you know, we may get success. If you go to WWE, well, what's success after that? You know, it's, it's a lot of the theme of this seems to be learning to appreciate the success you have instead of chasing the success you may never get. Mm -hmm. And it's just, just delightful. Thank, Thank you. And uh, let's, uh, oh, and yeah. Let's see, Haley. Oh, Haley says that she wants to bring her mom along for success. So all of their things are healed, and it's lovely. And, you know, they, they say, they call comic books, me being the nerd I am, they call comic books the endless second act, that you can never really resolve anything in comic books because you've got to put out another issue next month. And wrestling seems to be very much that, and that's very much kind of what this falling action is. Mm-hmm. It's just... No, this isn't over. It's just you guys are leaving. We've got to keep doing this, and there's more to do. So it's 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 hopeful. Yeah, I mean, they just wrestled the biggest match, you know, in the story of what we've seen, and probably one of the biggest matches in the history of OVW, period. And then they're just back setting up the ring, sweeping the tables back at just normal just day. Normal day. Arena. Yeah, everybody, you know, we opened this with everybody showing up at the arena, and we kind of closed it with everybody showing up again. We got more stuff to do. And, you know, you got one more time for Eric in his car. Yeah, he'll actually pull away at the end, finally. <laughs> he pulls away, like, at the end of Greece. Yeah. Like, like, he, like he's got him <laughs> a hot car. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all, there he goes. There he goes. Bye, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And the smoke machines and the the top fitting clothes. It's it's just all great. And uh, at the end, it's let's make it through tonight so we can make it through the next night. That and, is, and get a tattoo in tomorrow morning. Get a tattoo tomorrow morning. And I believe I will. And the the last line of the series, which was also the last line of the trailer. Al Snow. I hope all this works. <laughs> and that seems to be the only thing you can that's, do, yeah. you know, get through the knots that's and all get to the next knot. That's all he's asked from the very beginning, from episode one, is I hope this works. Yep. Mm-hmm. And thus far, I, I judge that it has. I mean, I'm not the public, but at least I'm one very small part of the public, but I like it. So. All right. So, so yeah, that brings seven us. Seven episodes in the can, baby. Seven hours of... of <laughs> <laughs> did Gracie just knock Brian Cranston to the ground no, while did, I was a They did a high five, five and yeah. her, her high five is was just so too powerful. much. It's yeah, just too much. Yeah, it's just great. It's all great. there's the pig mask making it making its triumphant return. So yeah, it's it's pretty great. Great at great season. Uh, thoughts on the whole season now that we're out, Victor. Thoughts on the whole season? Well, you know, I I'm a, I'm a little biased as are Brian and Jackman here as far as wrestling goes. I can just about enjoy any and all wrestling that you put in front of me. Uh, but, you know, we, we have a little bit of personal ties because uh, big or Tiny Brian and I are, are at least acquainted with Matt and the uh, KSR crew. And, uh, you know, it's just really neat, you know, to watch people that you know and that you care about. And, you know, we don't know about – we don't know the wrestlers, but we've been to see them several times. And, and it's just really cool to watch all this happen and, and – 
fold out in front of us and watch these people succeed and, and, and keep pushing on this thing. And Brian, your final thoughts on the season? I mean, as, as a wrestling fan, like Victor said, I, uh, I can watch pretty much anything, but this was a bit different. Um, it's wrestling, but it's more than wrestling. I think it was exceptionally done. Um, I, I want more. I would love to see more content in this format where we get to see some of the people who didn't get as much screen time or we you know, get to see a continuation of what happened or some extra content because I really thoroughly enjoyed this. I got emotional a couple, couple of times. I laughed out loud a couple of times. My favorite uh, sleeper line of the whole entire thing was I had no idea that uh, Al's professional name was short for Alleluia Snow. And I think that is just <laughs> wonderful. I really yeah, the, laughed out loud. When yeah, I saw a bunch it. of them do start by giving their real names. Yes. Or right. at the end, over the over the ending credits, and yes, apparently Al's stage name, his full stage name, is Alleluia Snow, which is just I want to name my I want to have another kid just so I can name them Alleluia. That's beautiful. I think that he got snow by being one of the only white kids in his neighborhood, if I remember. In his uh, oh really? That's oh. what people would call him was like snowflake and like or snowman before it became what it became uh people would refer to him as as that if i remember from his autobiography correctly um and your thoughts jackman on the whole on the season as a whole looking back i'm obviously very biased um toward ovw it is kind of my home territory you know spent a lot of time and money at ovw and like that's the that's the best way that you can support wrestling is by spending your money there um I enjoyed this a lot, uh, trying to remove myself from OVW. I enjoyed this a lot as a documentary. Um, I thought it was really, really well done. I thought it painted Louisville as kind of like a nice place, which sometimes, uh, especially with what was kind of going on prior to endearing what was happening in Louisville when they were filming this, it would have been so easy to kind of make Louisville out as like a shithole. And even play like that out. Yeah. Like, let's um, go find the boarded up Kroger or yeah. whatever it is. And yeah. I'm just, I, I'm really glad that they didn't do that. I thought that that was a, a nice touch on their part, just because it's so, that would have been so easy. It would have been so easy to do that. Cheap heat. But, but I would like to see in the future maybe a wrestlers that's not, um, people that I'm, I'm aware of in a city that I'm aware of just to see, um, just to kind of maybe, I don't know, remove my, the personal getting, stakes. Yeah. Getting giddy whenever Matt acts like Matt, you know, for, cause I, I love KSR too, or like getting giddy that I, Oh, I love that restaurant in, in Bardstown road. You know, I just, um, someplace I, in, in Boston or some, some Boston wrestling or, or like somewhere in a cornfield somewhere, you know, but just, I, I would love for them to come back to OVW, but I think that no matter what they do, they've got to make a second season of this thing. They yeah. should. And just to go off on what you were saying, Jack, man, I think they, the showrunners done a really good job of making Kentucky as a state look pretty good. Yeah. Because yes, they, had, they, yes, had yeah. they had an opportunity to make Harlem look pretty shitty, and they didn't do it. And that's I, I'm glad and you mentioned that. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, Harlem looked great, and, you know, it, it's a kind of lost-in-time little small eastern Kentucky town, and, and – uh, you know, with the whole pill snorting thing. They had an opportunity to make the state look bad yeah. and, and to live up to our stereotypes, and they didn't do that, and I really appreciate that. No, because it would have been, especially kind of them being a European crew, 
would have been so easy to do that. And I hope that we're getting to a point in the, at the conversation in general is like, it's not okay to exploit anybody and like only tell a one, one sided story of anybody because there's like hurt and, and people are hurting all over the place, you know, and it's not their fault because of skin color or region. It's, you know, we should all be trying to help each other. That's in general. right. Yeah, it's just the yeah. human existence. Yeah. And it, would, it just would have been so, I'm really glad that you mentioned that because I didn't think, and I, it, here's the thing is if they had nailed Harlan County, I would have been all over it. Yeah. But oh just, yeah, I would have been pissed. Yeah, but then just them treating it, it just never clicked to me that like, you yeah, know. You, you, <laughs> yeah. you just miss when they're not. Nice. Yeah. You only yeah. see it when they're mean. Yeah. Right. And Kentucky has a history of people coming in from outside with cameras yeah. and microphones and just it, screwing us with our with our pants on. It would have made us it would it, it it is a very Kentucky thing that just that clicks off in your head like I don't like these carpetbaggers like Well yeah. I spec- when I was in high school they came to our community to shoot like a, a oh. needy children's What um, show was that? It was one of those news programs like yeah. uh, 60 minutes. Might have been 60 minutes. Oh lord. And they took one of the kids I know they took one of the kids from our from our kids group who was like 11 and his family and they lived like just in a house you know had a bike and they took him like up into the holler and found the most dilapidated shack that nobody had lived in in 50 years and spent a half a day making it look like maybe someone was eking out a squalidly living here yeah and they made it look like those people were living there and and what they didn't tell you what they didn't show you was the nice you know, two-story brick home right next to it. And they made the kid ride a bike without any tires on it, like just on rims. (laughs) He had no shoes on. He had no shoes. And he's like, I'm hungry. Yeah, it was terrible. Wow. So So good on on you, Greg Whiteley, and all the rest of the team at Wrestlers. Thank you so much for your consideration for for our home, and we appreciate it. Okay. So anything else we want to add here, gentlemen? This has been a lot. Yeah, we enjoyed it, though. Yeah, it's a lot been, of fun. It's been fun. Thank you guys for... Absolutely. I, I know this was my kind of harebrained scheme that we, we do one of these a day for the week after they come out, and I know this is a lot of work for everybody, and I just want to take this moment right here at the end to thank each of you personally for for coming along on this weird little sled ride of the OVW podcast in general and this specifically, and I hope you're having fun because I'm having a lot of fun, and... Listeners, I hope you guys are having fun as well. Thank you very much, Brian. I really do appreciate yes. it. Thank you. Thank you. And, and thank you, Jack. And thank, no, thank you, Brian and Vic. We haven't, you're not here as much, but it's been a pleasure getting to know you kind of on mic and off mic. Yeah. Um, I hope to get Victor more on, on mic more often. I'd love to have him join you guys for like just a regular OVW we'll, we'll breakdown. We'll see. We'll see. You guys uh, record at odd times. I'm kind of a family man, so my, my time is limited on that. But uh, However, however oh, I didn't mean to. Let me cut you off. I'm sorry. I, I just was going to say that uh, I have a feeling that there are a lot of miscellaneous OVW-related adventures and shenanigans and oh, yeah. hijinks uh, to come. To, to make my old lady feel better, I'm like, well, I, you know, we're talking about my little girl. I'm like, I'll just take her with us. How about that? And she don't have a whole lot to say to that. So <laughs> that's know. checkmate. Oh, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah. We'll just take her with us. You yeah. know, and, you know. Of course, you know Bella. She's going to go. Like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll go. Yeah, she'll have shoes on and she'll be in the car before you can find your keys, dude. Yeah. She'll have the keys. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. So pretty much what we're saying is that Big One 2024, Gracie versus Isabella for all the cards. <laughs> uh, I do want to try to show up for the uh, 
the October twenty first. Yeah, show. We're, we've already we're getting tickets. Oh, yeah. If the band will let me, I, get I to, would we'll love see. To, <laughs> to get in on that. That's looking like it's going to be a great show. All right, folks. So let's wrap it. It's up. been a long let's time. It. Let's wrap. Let's, let's wrap this present it. up. The podcasters, the unofficial wrestlers after show, is presented by the OVW podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. Podcasters is produced by Blacklight Moon Productions at Nuthouse Studios in Lexington, Kentucky. The OVW podcast broadcast team is Jackman Oaks and Brian Hines. Studio engineer and editor is Malachi Woodard. Malachi, thanks for all your help throughout all of this. Malachi, Thank you, Malachi. You're a rock star, Thank dude. you, Malachi. That Malachi gives us a thumb up from the corner of the studio you that still we need can to see. Get you a Socko puppet. Yeah, yes. we got to get him a puppet. That's all there is to it. And where was I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, is Malachi Woodard executive producer? That's me. Is Tiny Brian K. Woodard? By the way, Tiny is spelled T Y N I B R I A N. You can find me on the internet with that. Senior producer for The Blimp is my best buddy, Victor Anderson. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us five stars. Give us a review. Tell your friends. Send up a smoke signal. Get, a, get one of those airplanes that tows the message behind it. Just tell everybody. We're the OVW Podcast, and we're, we're here. That's all we're saying. We're here. Come listen. And you can follow us at OVW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, X, TikTok, Whatever you got. And until next time, this is Tiny Brian. Again, thank you for joining us for Podcasters. We may be back with more stuff speculating about a season two and what we want to see later. But until then, I'm Tiny Brian, and I hope all this works. <laughs> Take care of yourself, guys. Thank you.